I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hello and welcome to the Pro Wrestling Show. Will Gavin and John Jackson with your latest edition. Looking back at the first ever airing of WWE NXT UK. We're going to hear from Rhea Ripley. She joins the show around those tapings. Shh, some spoilers, maybe. We'll let you know if there are going to be. We'll talk Austin Aries, no sell. We'll talk SmackDown 1000. And we'll look forward, maybe, to the action in Saudi Arabia and Evolution. This is the Pro Wrestling Show. Uh, welcome to the Pro Wrestling Show. Hello, John. You all right? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Got a can of Imto. <laughs> <laughs> I'm annoyed if you got a can of Imto. I've had a word with uh, with old Fab in the canteen. Oh, and yeah. I've said, Fab, get the diet and the <laughs> zero drinks stocked up. Because yeah. who sells sugary drinks these days? What with the tax? Honest, in that vending machine, if you get to like Sunday night, Monday morning before it's been restocked, you've got the full fat Coke left, the full fat Pepsi left, and the Tango Apple. Those are your options. <laughs> Where's all the Pepsi Max? Where's the Coke Zero? Where's gone. the? So I said to him, just scrap some of that off and put two diet ones of each one in there. Something else that annoys me, and you, you'll never go to this machine, so if you're listening, you, you'll never experience this, but there's two slots for the the, the Coke and the Coke Zero, and they've swapped it around the wrong way. So the Coke is cheaper by 20p than the Coke Zero because of the tax thing. And it really bugs me because I don't want to pay more to have less <laughs> sugar. So that's why I've gone for a can of Fizzy Vimto. Which is packed full of sugar. Absolutely fine. It's half past 11 on a Thursday. Um, yeah, so we've got coming up in the show, Rhea Ripley uh, joins us. We spoke to her over the weekend at the Plymouth ta- tapings uh, of NXT UK. Now, I don't know how to talk about Rhea Ripley. And we're going to talk about this now. And if you tell me I have to beep it out, I'm going to. But... If you're on WWE UK social media, yeah, they're tweeting pictures it. of her. If it like it's all over WWE. So if you have somehow avoided all WWE UK spoilers, and I don't know how you could have avoided all of them, then you won't know that dot 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 give you a second to pause. Rhea Ripley is the NXT UK first ever women's champion. 100%. And she's also in the semi-finals of uh, the uh, of the Mae Young Classic. Quite the ascension from when she only joined the company about 17 months ago. So we talk all about that with her. And there's a little bit of a muck up at the beginning of the interview on <laughs> my part 
which we'll get Will into. Will was reading the online rumours, weren't you, Will? <laughs> you were sucked in as well as me. I was fantasy booking in my mind, and then it all came to life on... I still think... I think she'll be at Evolution, though. I think they'll... My only thing is, I think Evolution, what they might do... So I'll tell you now. Um, there was a rumour that her match with Isla Dawn, which they announced on the Saturday of the taping for the NXT UK Women's Championship, was actually going to be taking place at Evolution. Somebody tweeted it. They later claimed it was a joke. Loads of the dirt sheets picked up on it. It became a massive thing. Um, I was the first person to speak to Rhea Ripley that day, and I said, wow, New York, <laughs> 15,000 fans, that's going to be incredible. And she went, yeah, I've got no idea what's happening with Evolution, no idea how that rumour got out there, but my social media has been absolutely blowing up. So we just restarted, basically. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Let's play the full version, why not? Um, well, I mean, that would be a lovely match for Evolution, but it's probably not going to make the card. So here's what I think might happen. Go on. I think you might get a fatal four-way women's or something like that. Bang it on the pre-show. Obviously, there might not be Rhea Ripley or Tony Storm in action if they make if they make the final of the May Young I Classic. Love, I love that you're still keeping it. We bust every other rumour of a spoiler, <laughs> yeah. and yet you keep going with this May Young Classic. Oh, I don't know who's in the final. <laughs> it's in like two weeks. Yeah, um, but the so I think you'll get a pre-show fatal four-way with Ripley involved, maybe Ginny. Maybe Isla Dawn, like people who we've Nina, seen in and around yeah. it. May like could be any of them, uh, but it's a non-title match because right. they want to keep the kayfabe that the title hasn't been won yet by anyone on the TV version. Well, so that American fans can find out that she wins it in the tournament in Birmingham in like six weeks' time. And do we think how many episodes are they filming at these tapings? Because we were there and it felt like it felt like three hours. So are they doing three episodes per taping? Therefore, like six over a weekend. I don't think. I think they're they'll rein that in for the first few weeks. If you look at the first episode, which we'll get into in more depth in a little while. They cherry-picked matches from the first night, mm. and I think they'll do two episodes from each night, and there'll be some stuff we saw which will just end up becoming dark matches. I mean, it must take you to the end, surely to the end of the year, because they haven't announced any more dates, and there's not one in December. I, I, yeah, I think we'll see more dates announced, and I think it will be, yeah, I, I think it'll have been two episodes per day, so four episodes per weekend, as it were. That's what I would have thought. So... Yeah, there's there's twelve weeks till Christmas here. Yeah, That's that makes right. sense. Yeah, and then in January, oh, hang on a minute, we haven't filmed anymore. What's going? On? Ah, quick! We've got, we've got Liverpool still to come as well. H, so quick H, Liverpool H with the those sexy tag team belts. Oh, are they? No, they've been announced. Good, they have announced. Yes, those are officially a, announced. I'm living in that world where I don't know what's a spoiler anymore. Between the UK women's belt, the UK tag belts, and the UK men's belt. Best belts in the business. Also, apparently at the tapings this weekend, and this isn't a spoiler in any way, but they referred to Pete Dunn as the NXT UK champion, not the WWE Ooh. United Kingdom champion. So I wonder whether they're changing the name of that title. Ooh. Or if Pete Dunn wins another new title they introduced called the WWE NXT UK Championship, which is unlikely. But yeah, I think they're probably just going to rename that title. Yeah, That's what seems more likely. Like um, so there's quite a bit for us which to Which means only into. two people would have held the WWE Univ- uh, United Kingdom Championship, which is amazing. Shall we kick off talking about the first ever episode of WWE? Yeah, it's U- fresh in our minds. UK. I watched it last night. Did you watch it live? Uh, I yeah. I so I rewatched it last night as well as so I um as we tweeted out on social media, I got to go to a press event last oh, yeah, week. Of course you did. Yeah, which we would have we would have done a podcast around that. Honestly, I'm sorry we're not really we keeping up to date at the moment. Stuff uh, like it's been a bit nuts recently with the NFL in town and things like that. But so I went to a press event with. It was it was amazing. It was uh, Ash Rose from um, 
guerrilla position who does some stuff for talk sport and then it was maybe three or four of the journos the daily guy from the star. daily star um the, the like maybe yeah three or four of the journos wasn't a lot of people we got to watch the whole first the, f- the whole first episode the whole hour and throughout they were asking us like when they were meant to be ad breaks like promos for other things which come up with a blank screen because hadn't been inserted yet yeah. and so they'd ask us what are your thoughts and stuff until one point where one of the guys who works for nxt uk dan actually turned around and said right uh, I've got to text Paul, as in Triple H. <laughs> I have to text him one thing before he gets here to, t- to chat to you guys about the impression. He's asked me for one impression from you guys. What should I text him? And got us to, like, dictate a text. To- that was one of the more surreal moments Were of my life. Were you allowed to tell me what it said? Uh, yeah, no, it basically said, it, it said exactly how I and, and many of the others felt there about it. Beyond the incredibly shonky green screen, which we didn't include in the uh, text, <laughs> that needs fixing oh, quickly. just a bit. I mean, how much money does the does WWE have that it's putting shonky green screen I mean, it's obvious that those on. commentators weren't at the tapings. Yeah, yeah. And, and you, you don't made need to it, make it obvious. You've made it more obvious by putting them in front of shonky green screens. Yeah. Like, that's what's so bizarre about it. We didn't say that in the text, though. For me, the big thing about NXT UK is it felt like a piece of NXT programming. The quality was there from moment one, but with enough of a distinctive British twist that mm. it felt like our own. It was it was just the right balance for me. It wasn't perfect for the first hour, but there it was. I, it was great. I really enjoyed it. Legitimately enjoyed it. Yeah. And then Pete and Tony turned up. Uh, Pete and Tony Storm. So, <laughs> like, my mates. Talk about two plumbers <laughs> on their lunch break. Pete and Tony turned up. They were, they just were there serving to fix the sandwiches. The table. <laughs> <laughs> Pete Dunn and Tony Storm turned up, and they did a kind of twenty-minute, half-hour little round-table thing. These weren't things we recorded; they were just kind of chats. Yeah. Um, and then Paul, our <laughs> mate Paul Triple H, turned up and, and had a chat with everyone as well, and got first impressions and. The the most surreal part of the whole thing was that the headline match was, of course, Pete Dunne against Noam Dar. Yeah, good match. And it was a good match. But about two, three minutes into that match, Tony and Pete turned up from their previous press event and came and sat in the room with us and watched the match. And sitting in... It was the first time either of them had seen it. Tony Storm's match had only finished, what, five or six minutes earlier. It was the first time either of them had seen the product. Both of them said they were absolutely wowed by it. Mm. But I was, bit weird having to come in and watch that for the first time with us like do you watch your own matches back quite a lot he was like well i do because i'd need to work out what i do well what i don't and stuff like that but no never in a room full of journalists i've never done that that before so yeah it was a little on the odd side but kind of cool as well there's been two really good pete dunn uh heel moves this week i know you like it when when heels are full heels and consider it all the time First one was throwing his uh, through his jacket. Was it his oh, jacket? throwing his coat at Noam Dar at the that beginning. That was really good when it was being introduced. Yeah. But the other thing is obviously this photo that you might have seen from the tapings this weekend of everyone with Shawn Michaels after what well, imagine is a dark match at the end of the tapings. Everyone posing with Shawn Michaels and Pete Dunn just standing there. Yeah, nah. sure, sure. Michaels, the, he, he guest refereed that, and then ended up sweet chin musicking someone, and <laughs> uh, yeah, then uh, the rest of them all did the sexy boy pose, including Travis Banks, who's back. Great news. Are they um, putting Travis Banks with with Trent Seven and Tyler Bate? I think they might be because I think they don't want to turn Pete Dunne face. But that's what they did this weekend. But then he previously. We're going to see when the tag comes back around, but they did. So what I thought they did really well on the NXT mm. UK was making sure that it felt 
canonical that it felt like part of so the opening package was really good and then that first match while maybe a little overbooked and and kind of just solid rather than spectacular the joe coffee mark andrews match i liked that it had okay so you then had the interference you then had um uh the mod father getting involved as well like they all they made a whole kind of deal of that and that i liked that it continued that storyline that was of course meant to be travis banks Travis Banks is who they attacked at the tapings in that fatal four-way yeah, yeah. for at Royal Albert Hall. That's what the idea was meant to be, but he was injured at the time. And as you'll remember at those NXT UK tapings, and maybe we'll see this in the coming weeks, he comes out in a non-contact role almost, like gets involved in the beef but without actually fighting anyone. Whether we see that on TV or not, I don't know. He bastes the beef, but he doesn't cook the beef. Is that what you're trying to let, say? Should we let producer Sammy in? He's <laughs> he just probably should <laughs> Hey, buddy, oh, how's mate, it going? 15 minutes late for the podcast. <laughs> shut the door there. Or? Me and Sammy have got to do a radio show in an hour and 35 minutes, so uh, he's just turned up. He's, if you're he's listening to in. that, you can listen again to that radio show at <laughs> talksport.com. That's very confusing. I don't understand Should how Karen in that. as well, or isn't there? Leave <laughs> Karen. Karen can stay watching her conspiracy dramas out there. Is she a fan of a conspiracy I drama? I think she probably is. She looks the type. Good. Do you want to jump on that, Mike, and Sammy can jump on him in case he wants to talk? Yeah, man. <laughs> this is I'm leaving all this in I want you to I want to make that really clear here uh, Sam have you it's seen it's good to know I can respond to the abuse now thanks very much <laughs> have you seen NXT UK yet uh, no oh well turn the mic com- off it's coming back yeah, to me goodbye. <laughs> you're useless absolutely useless. do I need to watch it is the question is it is it worth me catching 100% yeah uh, we were just saying really impressed like the way the first match tied in the Dave Mastiff Sid Scala squash was really good value and, the, and made Mastiff look genuinely beastly. I think Sid Scala was good as well. I like him. Yeah, I've not I, seen much of him like on the independent scene. He just never seems to be booked on anything I go to, but he looks cool. Um, Tony Storm, Nina Samuels was maybe a little rushed, a little quick, and and but they do get over both Tony Storm and Pete Dunne as being genuine superstars across their two matches. Yeah, and the Pete Noam Dar match, whilst it wasn't up there with you know. Pete against Tyler or those very top end matches for a headline match for a first ever event I thought it was great it's still really good and like Pete still worked the little finger and everything and that was uh, grim up in places there's a horrible screenshot of it being bent back how, I'm not sure it's an illusion but whatever how great was the um, how great was the Eddie Dennis vignette that was nice. They didn't explain why he was sat in a classroom wearing wearing a school teacher outfit. Though. It just looks like he's at the job centre. But, but I re- what I really like about it is that they gave enough of a hint and a little tease for the people who know Eddie Dennis and know about his history with Mark Andrews and probably have seen that incredible TLC match at London and, and everything else at Wembley. They'll know what what he's talking about there. And for those who don't, who are new to the product, particularly like American eyes. They teased it enough with the whole, I was friends with them, I've got stories to tell, but the music and the lighting and everything gave across that he was a heel in it. I thought it was really, really nicely done. And um, as part of a new feature to the show, uh, which uh, has only happened over the last two two or three shows, right. it, it happened at Wembley, it's happening again today, Uh Will tw- Will DMs Eddie Dennis when Eddie Dennis does cool things. Oh God! <laughs> when was it? When did you? Oh, yeah. I did. I did it after the table match, and he texts back that thanks, man. F tables, and I text him this time <laughs> saying, "Just seen, just seen the first episode of NXT UK. Don't know if you've had a chance to see your vignette uh, about with about Peter Market, but it's superb. Vignette. Whole thing was really good. <laughs> he just texts back, sick. 
How have you seen it? With loads of question marks and exclamation marks. Have you seen any of this? Oh, no, you watched it earlier. I was going to say, haven't you seen everyone tweeting about how it's on tonight? Uh, yeah, yeah, and then, I, uh, then we had a further conversation about how I'd seen it. But that's, that was his response was, sick! So... <laughs> Eddie Dennis DMs live, the show. This is a live fanboying. <laughs> Will Gavin DMs wrestlers who are very accessible on social media. Why they followed me, I don't know. It's a huge, huge error it's on their part. Mistake. They've made a massive mistake. There. Yeah. So it was fun. It was NXT quality. Yeah. I, I thought it was great. Wasn't it weird seeing it? Well, on the TV, you wouldn't have known necessarily. But when we watched it, they were doing all of the stuff to camera with their backs to us because the camera was in the entrance ramp screen. But I thought that made the venue and everything look really cool. It made it look huge. I thought it, it worked. It looked like it was like if that was the one side of it, it could be loads. Yeah, I... there were times actually in the corn exchange where, like Tony Storm, I remember she was high fiving people on the side, and because everyone was sat down, you couldn't see them. I know it was Nina Samuels. They were filming her from quite low to make her sort of look more healy. Beastly. And she was high-fiving people and there was like no one there. It looked like she'd just got into an empty room. Which, <laughs> that's one thing that I would say is a little bit <laughs> off. But yeah, I, I literally can't criticise anything other than the dodgy green screen commentary thing. Yeah, and, and the using... Um, uh, what's his name on the commentary? I'm now going to completely forget it. Not Nigel McGuinness, the other one. Yeah. Um, oh, no, I had it written down. I had notes I'll Google it. I've got from it. up here. Um, on. Having an American commentator, I found initially grating. I realise why they do it, because they're trying to bring the British thing to the new market. Actually, he was really, really good, except for the fact that he kept using these kind of bizarre Americanisms. And once Nigel actually pulled him up, Nigel McGuinness, by the way, did a phenomenal job of really, like, making clear what was important, what worked, what didn't. He, like, McGuinness was fantastic, really helped telling the story. But yeah, he said things like, oh, he got decleated there. And unless you know... <laughs> American football. Yeah, unless you know what a cleat is. Do you know what a cleat is, Sammy? No. A cleat is the type, kind of shoe that they wear in American football. Oh, yeah. In fact, you did tell me that the other day. And so, so I should remember that, Joseph. really, shouldn't I? So Vic Joseph, that's it, yeah. So if somebody gets absolutely smashed in football, it might be referred to them as getting decleated because they've been hit so f- hard, they've come out of their own boots. Which is a thing. That is absolutely... The Ghanaian president. I don't know if you've seen... There's a video. What? There's a really funny meme video type thing on Twitter. If anyone's seen it, tweet it to us and then I'll show Will. Um, He... he, I think it's Ghanaian. It's one of the African nations. He falls backwards, like, doing a sort of presidential event that he's meant to be at. And you see his shoes fly off into the sky. And they're not like... They're not flip-flops. His shoes fall off when he hits the ground. So it is a thing. So this is like... When people get hit by cars, often their shoes fly off. So it's not like when Matt Riddle came out to the ring at Wembley, kicked, him kicked off, his sandals off. really awkwardly ask them back. Because <laughs> he didn't bring any other... Sh- he flew transatlantic with just some flip-flops on. <laughs> and, t- and today, we'll talk about this in a minute, but NXT have announced all the new people that have joined up and confirmed a few names, and obviously we knew Matt Riddle was there. He's there wearing a blue pinstripe suit and flip-flops. Oh, Weird. amazing. Like, he honestly, he kicked these flip-flops so far into the crowd. <laughs> Apparently he managed to get his right one back almost Someone immediately. Back, yeah. But the left one was out in the crowd somewhere. And Jim had to come out in the second half and be like, uh, I have to start off with this. Has anyone got Matt Riddle's other <laughs> flip-flop? He didn't bring any other shoes with him. He's That's not worn incredible. shoes since 1997, I've heard. I love the idea that he's had to go to Sports Direct and buy a pair of, uh, like... <laughs> a pair of Gellert walking boots. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing they've got in a size 13. But he can't handle the, the having his feet <laughs> entirely wrapped. He's just like, the tops off. <laughs> yeah, just stressing out about it. Oh, I can imagine that. Matt Riddle with a pair of scissors. 
Uh, we... Anyway, NXT UK, very good. Looking forward to seeing next week. Should we hear from Rhea Ripley? Yes, please. I didn't even know this had happened until it happened. Will DM'd her probably, knowing him. No, it was sorted out with the WWE officially. They also offered us any De- Eddie Dennis the same weekend, but I was busy fixing my roof, which I was really disappointed about because Eddie Dennis was great value when he had him on the show before and one of yeah. our most responded to guests. So we definitely will oh, get Eddie on I just sent him a DM. Soon. He'll come on again. You know, they, they've got to run it, as you well know from hashtag your chats with Isla Dawn. Uh, he, um, you have to run it all through the, the corporate ladder now. Irrelevant detail. Here's Rhea Ripley. <laughs> well, here's Rhea Ripley. I have to set it up oh, because of the restart of the interview. So here's Rhea Ripley. And we start off with her telling me why I was wrong <laughs> about the booking for Evolution and what actually had happened that night. Yeah, it's definitely it's been blowing up a lot on social media. Like I've had so many messages and so many tweets, so many Instagrams, but I'm not entirely sure exactly what's going on just because I haven't been told anything. It's still up in the air. Anything could really happen. It's just a big surprise, to be honest. <laughs> well, look, we, we, we'll talk a bit about evolution and hopefully you being an action in front of 15,000 uh, fans there. But uh, first of all, we're getting the first airing of, of NXT UK this Wednesday. I've been lucky enough. We, I was one of a group of people who got to watch the first episode uh, this past week. Have you seen it yet? Have you seen the, the, the quality is honestly incredible, Rhea? Yeah, well, I've watched bits and pieces. I haven't watched the whole thing yet, so I'm pretty excited. I've just been going nonstop at these TV tapings, so I haven't had the chance just yet to watch it all, but I seriously can't wait because the NXT UK series is just going to be awesome. It's full of like, great competitors from the UK and Ireland, and it's honestly just going to be awesome. And for you coming through, from joining the company just, what, not even 18 months ago at this point, the, through the May Young Classic uh, last year up until, and this is airing after Wednesday's episodes, we can say semi-finalist in the, uh, in the May Young uh, 2018 to where you are now with NXT UK. It's, it's been a pretty impressive rise, it's fair to say, Rhea. Yeah, this year's been insane, to be honest. <laughs> it's it's, it's it was going really slow at the start and it's just like skyrocketed. And to be honest, I've worked so hard and I'm just so happy that it's getting to that place for me because I really do appreciate it and I can't wait to take this company above and beyond. Is there a moment that you've had in the last year where really you just had to take a step back and, and be like, what on earth is going on? Um, a couple of times, but that's only because I'm so far away from like home. So, like, I've had a few bits and pieces where I just have to stop and think. And I do get, like, homesick and stuff, but that's the only reason. Like, I love what I do. This place is amazing. And, yeah, I would change nothing except for maybe I'd bring my family over here with me, to be honest. (laughs) Yeah, no, that's fair. That's fair. And, well, maybe you'll get to the point at one point you'll be able to do that. Because, I mean, it's amazing. We've seen just the Super Showdown at the MCG recently, which in itself is such a legendary uh, Australian venue. and. We've got people like yourself, uh, Buddy Murphy winning the 205 championship, like Billy and Peyton. and then within, wasn't it? Uh, yeah, amazing. So cool. And, and then within NXT UK alone, you've got yourself, Tony Storm. If we're going to allow the Kiwis in, we, we don't have to if you don't want to. The likes of <laughs> Dakota Kai and, and Travis Banks. Why do you think yeah, that we, we've... <laughs> why do you think we've suddenly had this kind of explosion of, of talent from, from down under, as we would call it? Um... Well, surprisingly, nah, not surprisingly, there's actually like a lot of talent in Australia and there's actually been like a little thing going on Twitter 
that we've started a hashtag saying you're going to notice us. <laughs> and I think people are noticing us now because we're taking over. Australia is full of awesome, awesome competitors. And we're showing everyone what we've got because no one really pays attention. And now they're going to have to. Who is, has it been the case that there's always been a strong scene there or has it got particularly big over the last kind of five years or so? Um, it's definitely gotten a lot bigger recently. Um, but the talent has stayed the same. I think people have just finally noticed and they're just tuning in a bit more. And for, for you, obviously, coming over here and representing, and I mentioned it, winning that inaugural UK Women's Championships, but it was you and, and Tony, two Aussies going head-to-head for a UK title. I mean, that must have been a pretty cool moment. It was pretty awesome, to be completely honest. <laughs> <laughs> it was just an awesome experience. Like, I've never experienced anything like that. And to have everyone come out on stage afterwards and just like stand there and I just like look at them Triple H is up there he's the reason that I started wrestling pretty much so that was amazing as it is and then getting to fight against my friend Tony Storm like I've known her since we were younger like as soon as I started I pretty much met her and we've been friends for a long long time and I'm so happy and proud to share that moment with her it's, it's amazing. And honestly, oh, well, I, I completely forgot at the top because I was so thrown by the fact that we'd had misinformation on Twitter to wish you happy birthday for last week. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> but, you know, just 22 years old, being the first ever Australian women's champion. And by the way, holding easily hands down one of the coolest belts in WWE as well, I reckon. Um, it's pretty smick, isn't it? <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I want to ask as well about uh, this year's uh, May Young, because again, in front of a big audience on the network, a chance to get in front of that American audience uh, and the fans back home, of course, as well. Getting to the semi-finals, going to face up someone like Io Shiari, who a lot of people think is the best woman in the world right now. Talk us through a bit through that experience of facing Io. Um, to, com- to be completely honest, I was in shock because Io Shirai is such a huge name, especially in Japan. And to be able to share that with her and go head-to-head with her in the semifinals was just insane. Like, I was so nervous, you can't even imagine. <laughs> do, do you feel like you learn a lot learn a lot from those experiences? Because like, I know it's probably boring people talking about how young you are all the time, but being where you are at this stage at just 22 years old, you must like just be like a sponge when you get a chance to get in with someone like that. Oh, for sure. I try and take in as much knowledge as I can in those situations. And I think being thrown straight in the deep end with that match definitely, definitely taught me a lot about myself and made me like who I am now it sort of bring out that little turn in me and it's definitely helped me with all the NXT UK tapings as well. Now, obviously, you've not... It didn't blow up maybe as much as this fake news that we've had overnight last night, but um, <laughs> the the match you did have with, with Casey Catanzaro at the, uh, the May Young Classic and particularly that big Tornado DDT spot, I thought it was amazing that we saw so many internationally renowned wrestlers retweeting that gif giving you a lot of praise for like your base and your part in it and, and what a great match it was so you know there's there's the positive side of social media as well yes there is there well, is a de- there's definitely a positive side but there's also a negative i guess but i try not to pay attention to that <laughs> well, what is it like when you see guys like like will osprey and people like who aren't even involved in the wwe giving you that sort of love 
Yes, it was so cool. Like, I was just so appreciative that everyone, like, watched it to be, like, to start with and then acknowledged that Casey and I tore the house down. So it was just, it's a great feeling. No, it was honestly, it was awesome, genuinely. And, and look, I, this interview basically appears to have just been me going, wow, that was cool, that was cool, because it's been that kind of year for you. Just uh, when, <laughs> when you get a chance to kind of sit back and, and take stock on how this last year, year and a half has been, what do you think has been your biggest learning point? Who do you think you've learned the kind of most of from getting into that, that training centre and working with the guys at the PC? Um, I've pretty much learnt off everyone. As you said before, I'm trying to just be as much of a sponge as I can. We've got people like Sean Michaels in the PC. We've got people like Robbie Brookside, Scotty Tuhotti, Terry Taylor, all of the above. Like, and I'm just trying to take in as much as I can from everyone. Sarah Amato, um, like everyone. But I think the most that I've learned was definitely in Scotty Tuhotti's class. He taught me to really use my size. So I, I do thank him a lot for that because without him and that teaching... I don't know what I'd be doing right now. Well, look, Rhea, best of luck for tonight. The crowd in Plymouth, I saw some of the stuff on, on social last night, looked absolutely amazing. So have an absolute oh, whale yeah. of a time tonight. And look, if, if, fingers crossed, you are announced to be at Evolution at the end of this month, 15,000 fans, all that great stuff that's there as well. Maybe we'll get another chance to, to catch up when and if that actually does happen. Yes, that would be amazing, seriously. <laughs> oh, I've got my fingers <laughs> firmly crossed for you, Rhea. You see, just have the best time tonight. Thank you so much. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Rhea Ripley there, absolute delight. I'm sorry, you were talking about me fanboying over Eddie Dennis. I quite clearly was fanboying over Rhea Ripley. Girling. I know you're a fanboy. No, she's the girl. Yeah, honestly, she is now my second favourite Australian wrestler. After, come on, there's a funny answer to this. Damn it, I couldn't think of it. Paul Hogan. <laughs> Finishing my own jokes. Yeah, good one, mate. Oh, um, yeah, she's great. Uh, upcoming, Can, She's 19. Yeah, it's uh... amazing. Upcoming independent wrestling. 
Hustle Palooza is happening this weekend. Yes. Uh, at the garage uh, on Saturday night. If I've done w- a gig there. If we weren't doing my birthday celebrations on Saturday night, then uh, we could go to this. I'm slightly confused by it because it's got a great lineup. But what they're kind of doing is basically the same thing that Progress did with that 1978 show, in the but but making it 80s ish. So like, it's got Jordan Devlin, but they've called him the Shamrock, and it's got Chris Brooks, but he's known as Captain Calamari, and yeah, the Wild Samoan instead of. Uh, can you guess? Let's see if you can guess who the well, Wild Samoan um, is. Don't tell me the Wild Samoan. Yep. Yeah. Come on. I want to say TK Cooper. TK Cooper is exactly who the wild Samoan is. He's not Samoan. Uh, He's um, he's uh, from New Zealand. uh, That's never stopped wrestling in the past. No, that's true, yeah. (laughs) Cannonball Morales. That's Dave Mastiff. Yeah, I can Uh, guess that one. Yeah, yeah, You referred to him as a cannonball quite a lot, you see. Yeah, so there you go. There's a bunch of... Um, Go and watch some wrestling on Saturday night or come to Will's Shed and trash it. It'll be really good fun, actually, that wrestling, but it's just a bit weird that they've, they've kind of followed that same game. Also, I don't get why everyone bums the 80s so much. Just in general, I'm just or so for bored. wrestling. It's just like, mate, look, can we do 90s now? Like, I'm sick of 80s. 90s is already a thing, though, mate. Yeah, but not everyone seems... Oh. I went out on last Saturday in Camden. Worst idea ever. But the, the 90s is now a nostalgia era. Very firmly a nostalgia well, fine, era. I'm happy with that. The noughties is slipping into being a, nost- a nostalgia era. Early noughties indie, like the Strokes and Arctic Monkeys and stuff like that, the early stuff, Star being Sailor. sung along to by... 19 year olds but that wasn't the issue it was when they started bringing out stuff like early franz ferdinand singles why would they have heard those Mm. like they stopped they didn't ever hit that meteoric level that a lot of those other bands did then no there was like um the wombats stuff like that like what is going on debut album though will if you're looking for pop bangers like pop indie bangers listen to it i'm never looking for pop in between us you know like in between us use that music great um I don't want to talk about Raw. Can I quickly just mention, you know, we talked earlier about the vending machine. Yeah, yeah. You know, and on. I mentioned that in the Coca-Cola slot, they've put the Coke Zero, and in the Coke Zero slot, they've put the Coca-Cola, thus meaning you don't have to pay as much for Coca-Cola, which technically you should pay more for because of tax. Sam's just waltzed in with, what you got, Sam? It's Coke Zero You've been adding, mate, 20p. Yeah. Fabio's living the life of luxury because of you. Fab's done you. Well. Sugar tax on zero sugar. There's something wrong there, isn't there? You I need to get onto them. Uh, I refuse to talk about Raw until they stop the Shield, McIntyre, Ziggler, Strowman, do, just doing the same match every single week. Well, the thing is, is that they every showed, week they showed signs of oh, Drew McIntyre's just kicked Braun Strowman. It's all going to implode, and maybe Dean Ambrose will leave. But they're advertising the UK tour, which is in the end of November, and they're saying oh, it's the Shield versus McIntyre. You know, like, it's, <laughs> so they're not going to break up until they're going to keep doing that match until the end of time. So I don't want to talk about Raw. There's too much. Let's not. Let's talk about SmackDown 1000. Everyone was raving about this, saying how great it was. I enjoyed a lot of it, but I didn't think it was all great. I thought it was better than the Raw anniversary edition, whatever that was. Raw 2005, mate. Raw 25. Yeah, 25. Yeah. Yeah, I I thought it was better than that. Um, I thought there was some really nice stuff in there. The AJ Styles, uh, Daniel Bryan pairing against the Usos, I really liked. I am slightly concerned. So they had Rey Mysterio beat Shinsuke um, to go through to the the World Cup in Saudi Arabia. I mean, if it's going to be in Saudi Arabia, of course. Can I just Arabia, quickly say, after, after 205 Live, Jack Gallagher does a question and answer every week. He doesn't really do much on social media. And someone said, who will win the World Cup, the Wrestling World Cup? And he just wrote, probably an American. 
um, so the the Saudi Arabian, what's it called, crown jewel. Has that not been pulled now, that event? Well, so it hasn't been yet, but there are so, all sorts of rumours and calls for oh, it to be moved out of Saudi Arabia. I imagine what will most likely happen is it will still happen, but they'll do it just at the StubHub Arena or something because they uh, they need the money <laughs> from the pay-per-view. They'll find somewhere. Wembley's not being used that weekend. Come and do it here. Um, but look, the lineup now after they've done the qualifiers... So Seth Rollins and Dolph Ziggler are relatively modern wrestlers. Other than that, the rest of the lineup, considering elsewhere on the uh, on the card, we've got the Brothers of Destruction against DX, John Cena, Kurt Angle, Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, The Miz, and Rey Mysterio. Crown Jewels 2003 is going to be fantastic. <laughs> What is that all about? That Where's is... like it, honestly? I, I know that the idea is that they're, the whole thing is one big nostalgia fest, and that's what they want, and they oh, just and ridiculous rubbish. Can I just quickly say, Shawn Michaels should not come back and wrestle. No, nope. I uh, totally agree with that. Also, that hairband thing. There's no hair. Like, it's just, <laughs> what's he protecting? What's the, is it, is it? Is it an actual thing to keep a hat on? I think it might be like a like a deep south. Hat hold. I just what is it? Friend of the show, Simon Miller, did an excellent uh, video on also the what a bold culture. Man. What did he say? Yeah, uh, he did an excellent video on Triple H, or as he's now calling him, Quadruple H, because <laughs> he says the problem is is that if you've just come to the WWE brand recently and watched the last four weeks, you've seen Triple H on TV as the man that runs NXT in his suit being super business as the guy calling out the undertaker as the DX guy as Steph in the same episode he's like they had him calling out the undertaker and saying he was going to basically kill him and then had him working alongside Stephanie's Stephanie McMahon for Connor's cure and like <laughs> what was the other one he came up oh, with evolution and then the evolution version he's like there were four versions of the Triple H character in the space of two <laughs> weeks of TV you would be you have your you have no idea. You met him as Paul Levesque. Good so old Paul five. Levesque. Yeah, it's... Triple eight. Uh, qu- 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 quintuple. <laughs> that doesn't quintuple. work at all. Quintuple. <laughs> What's a quintuple? Quintuple. Not tumple. 5H. Uh, we should call him 5H. 5H. Uh, yeah, so I, I thought that was very funny. It looks like this nostalgia trip's going to go on there, doesn't it? Because there's oh. a lot of talk that the Triple H is going to face Batista at WrestleMania. Well, oh, that was set up on SmackDown 1000, wasn't it? No, I'd like to see Batista go for it. Like, I love Batista. He was so happy to be there as well. I'd much rather have Batista against Randy Orton, though. Yeah. It's just it's just very cheap heat, isn't it? From the point of view of, of a, a cheap, an easy win from the WWE's point of view, I think, getting some of these old legends back. But for a one last hurrah as another last hurrah, because they seem to have two or three last hurrahs At in their At a time anyway. when they've got the strongest roster they've had in years. Like, let's talk about that Evolution promo. Like, what was... It was kind of fun, hmm. and it did set up that Batista Triple H match, but really, what did it achieve? There was a knob gag. There wasn't. <laughs> Which, to be honest, Batista's got nothing to lose, is he? <laughs> so why not? Great. Um, yeah, it, that's what I mean about I enjoyed it. I enjoyed them coming out and I enjoyed seeing Dave Bautista really loving it. And, you know, Rick Fair looks well. And then I'm just like, here's a place where Undisputed Era could have come out and these old guys could have put Undisputed Era over. They don't have to get called up. They could just be, oh my God, it's from NXT. They couldn't miss the party. Oh, what are they doing? Bobby Fish is back. Don't know if you've seen the tapings. Uh, and it's like, they didn't do that. They just kind of went, oh, we're going to love each other. Oh, we might have a match. But, you know, there's no clarity on whether there'll be a match. Uh, the bits I did think were good. I thought the Becky, um, 
the the Becky stuff with the cutting edge was brilliant because I thought Edge was really good. Yeah, Adam edge is really good. Nailed it. Um, uh, like really Double kind edge. of as Adam the uh, <laughs> um, like really kind of uh, got over that idea of him being the mentor, mm. trying to talk to her, trying to talk around. And Becky's a great heel, but the fans are just not having it. Not at all. Will the will the fans accept Becky as a heel or Roman Reigns as a face first? Oof, That's a tough one, isn't it? That, that is, is a really tough, tough one. I think because the problem is, is Becky is doing better heel work than Reigns is doing face work. But I, I just don't think they're going to keep cheering her. No, and I've, there's an article that just went up like an hour ago that I read before we came in here, saying that oh, we think Ronda Rousey versus Becky might not be uh, versus Becky versus Charlotte might not be the main event of wrestlemania in the plan the grand scheme of things and obviously things change quite a lot they might want to interject becky into it and it's just like uh, <laughs> it's just like what really uh. yeah I, I, evolution is an event that i was very excited about when they announced it yeah, and i'm not. kind of losing a lot of i'm not gonna watch it live in. i'm not staying what, up. what are sasha and bailey doing i don't think they even know did you see the whole thing about this was fantastic this week? The SmackDown women didn't find out about the um, Battle, Royal. Battle Royale until it was announced on Raw and then all tweeted GIFs of themselves reacting to stuff <laughs> in wrestling great. rings. Go, like, That's great. Pulling faces like, what on earth? And like, it was... Eye roll emoji GIF. Yeah, it was very, very, very funny. Um, yeah, I just... <sighs> It couldn't look any more like an attempt to offset the Saudi money grab, blood money for, back to Saudi Arabia. Like, it couldn't, it's no, just, it's... at this point, it doesn't feel legitimate. I'm... Do you, let's have a final word on it. Do you think it's going to go ahead in Saudi Arabia? I think it might do. Mm. Yeah, I think it's still two weeks away. I think that might be enough time. Unless something major happens in those two weeks. Yeah, unless yeah. a body is found or something. I think the news... Um, the news cycle will move on. Trump will do something else stupid and they'll get away with doing it. I think it's ridiculous, but I actually think it probably will end up happening. I think my final word on it is that SmackDown, and I know you agree, SmackDown 1000 was better than Raw 25. And that's that was nice. It almost felt a bit short at two hours because things got cut short. For example, the end. They, they killed it in the last two minutes with The Undertaker coming out. And someone jokingly tweeted, how do you think the Undertaker spot's going to go with five minutes of the show left? And I replied saying 80% entrance, 20% promo. It was even less. It's like 95% entrance, 5% promo. Wow. (laughs) Um, How much money, just because I know we just said final word, but David Hayes of Deadline has reported how much money the WWE would lose if they pulled out of this event. Aren't they getting like 100 million... Well, apparently the hit to the operating income would range from 12 to $16 million. Yeah, because $100 million for all the five things they've agreed, isn't it? Or something like that. Or, it's crazy. Oh, they'll be back there. Or NXT was 10, really yeah. good, though, this week. NXT was good. And uh, we had the Nikki Cross setup that she knows who attacked Alistair Black and telling him and him finding out. We had the War Raiders Undisputed Era match, which was really good, and Pete got involved, and Ricochet got involved, and they announced... This, what the War Games matchup was going to be, which they're no longer doing as a three-way. They're just doing bringing Bobby Fish back and doing it as two teams of four as a an elimination. I, like I'm all in for all of that. Just oh, you can't use the word "all in" when associated with NXT. <laughs> Sorry, Will. <laughs> Fortunately, Cody's been on to me. Good. Just text me now. Good. But you might DM Eddie Dennis, but Eddie, you know, I get a text from Cody. 
Uh, and yeah, uh, I enjoyed NXT. The Nikki Cross, Bianca Belair. Bianca Belair continued to look really strong. Um, going with against Nikki was a really good experience for her, and they managed to use it to set up the Alistair Black stuff. So Yeah, that's Great. all good. And I mean, NXT, Great. we've said this for ages. It's well just, booked TV. Yeah, it's really entertaining as well. And obviously NXT have just confirmed today, look, we, most of the names we knew on this list, but they've confirmed the latest class of NXT uh, what do you call them? New starters. Mm-hmm. They have to do their lifting training. They have to go. You know, if you're going to lift a box, this is what you got to do, Matt Riddle. You got to bend your knees. Do you think they do that? <laughs> <laughs> they have to go through the BBC. Yeah. Has anyone here Burke. ever done the Michael BBC Burke. health and safety training? Hi, I'm Michael Burke. It's Here's how to the lift a pencil. Worst. Um, the uh, the other thing is, did you see that there's an NXT match on the big annual Madison yes, Square Garden I did. event? It's quite cool. So the MSG event this year includes Reigns versus Strowman in a steel cage match for the Universal Championship. Rollins and Ambrose against Ziggler and McIntyre for the Tag Championships. Ronda against Mickey James for the Raw Women's Championship. Also advertised for Piff in Balor, Bobby Lashley, Elias, Jinder, Alexa Bliss, Bailey, and more. But the day, the whole uh, evening kicks off with Tommaso Ciampa and the Undisputed Era going against Ricochet, Pete Dunne, Alistair Black, Velveteen Dream. And Johnny Gargano. That's great. Oh, that'll be the best match of the night. Boom. Good. If you've got another event to be at, go watch that open the show. Go elsewhere. What else did we need to talk about? We need to talk about NXT call-ups. They've confirmed their latest oh, yeah. other people. So I thought you were just telling Maya, us they confirmed it. But... Well, Maya Yim mm-hmm. is in the Mae Young Classic. Matt Riddle, bro, yeah. bro, bro, king of bros. Uh, Chelsea Green. Don't know a lot about Chelsea Green, but I do know that she's the girlfriend of, now don't tell me, while you think about it, she was meant to be fighting it all in this year oh, and then Zach got Ryder. the call-up. Zach Ryder. So her, you know, like, I don't know if you watch Instagram, but her and Zach Ryder are really good friends with uh, Diona Parazza yep. and Marty Skrull. And they mm-hmm. also hang out in Orlando quite a lot. So you might have seen her show up on there and obviously she's been another promotion. She's, she's been great in uh, in TNA recently. Yeah. It's a kind of a shame that... Um, <laughs> The, the whole her and Ali feud where she went crazy was really, really good. Like, character work, really good. I like, sorry, not TNA, Impact. They call it TNA just Everyone then. Everyone calls it TNA still, do they? Nah, it's just you. Uh, yeah, Chelsea Green, big fan. Humberto Carrillo. Right. No idea. Uh, Luis Martinez, who you may know more by his um, middle name, Punishment. Oh, really? Punishment I didn't Martinez. know he was, oh, I did know he was. He's doing, like Roman yeah. Reigns, but good and believable. <laughs> Um, Daniel Vido, who's an Australian wrestler with a French name, and Jordan Omogbehin, who is a massive ex-NBA player, I think. Oh, it is, uh, hasn't he teased, like, some... Uh, like, he's a big fan of um, Heyman, and he was talking all about Heyman, apparently. Something like that, yeah. Today. He is a big bloke. That was on ESPN and So stuff, anyway, NXT, that. have a look at their Twitter, you can see what they look like. You'll know what most of them look like, probably, because you've heard of them before. But yeah, it looks good, and they're getting some new people in. And uh, it's good because that means some people will get pushed through and hopefully get called up. Lots of people reacted on Twitter to you talking about Austin Aries no sell, which is probably what we should finish on. So I've seen this once. and Have you just seen the finish? Yeah, I haven't seen the show. So I believe he wrestled the match against Johnny Impact and it was a good match. So this was Impact's Bound for Glory pay-per-view this past weekend, which had a few really good matches on it. Um, Tessa Blanchard uh, defended the knockouts title. Uh, we had the, some stuff that the Concrete Jungle death match, the LAX against the OGs, was something that looked really good on paper but didn't really work. Uh, Sammy Callahan uh, and Jake and Dave Kreese did a uh, Kreese. Christ did a Dave yeah. Who knows? Um, <laughs> Ironing champion, two thousand and six. Faced uh, 
Pentagon, Phoenix and, and Cage. And that was a great three-man tag match. But yeah, uh, main event, Johnny Impact against Austin Aries. Went about 20 minutes. Really, really strong match. I really like the way that Johnny Impact, since returning, returning, has been booked. And I think he's... Yeah, I always thought I've always he liked him since he started out. I yeah, I always thought he should have done more done more in WWE, but never really got the opportunity at the top level. Was always kind of poorly booked. Really, really good main event, and over the last um, over like the last few weeks, they turned it in from a just a pure t- feud on the title into like a very personal feud. It all got very it's a lot of online stuff, wasn't there? Yeah. Going backwards and forwards. Um, which they could have done a lot earlier, but it was super aggressive, really snug, really kind of like hard hitting, some really believable stuff in there. Like, didn't feel like any regular Johnny Impact or Austin Aries match. Thought it was really, really exciting. And then at the end, uh, Johnny Impact gets the Brain Buster, the Starship Pain, gets the one, two, three. Austin Aries lies there for a second, then gets bolt upright completely no sells the finish walks out of the ring but no he flips someone off but fl- yeah looks flips at the bird the- at the uh at the commentator commentary team and then walks out of the arena with the mega fingers up yeah it is and then apparently he's astounding. not turned up to taping since that apparently that's the end of his contract that's what the the internet rumors are telling us as we know, I believe all of those. Uh, yeah, so yes, yeah. so if you're to believe Will, <laughs> then then he's that's it, he's done. Maybe they couldn't come to terms on a new contract, he thought he was worth more money, or something like that. He Maybe he signed with a new promotion. Like, if he if he's within New Japan, could he not do Impact? I, I don't know. Um, if you could believe it to sell. Could just be, you know, they've been doing all this online. This could be just a big, you know, disgruntled bloke. At the workplace, which someone suggested on Twitter. Well, it was it was Don Callis who was flipping the bird out, who's taken over. And since he's taken over, uh, or partially taken over Impact and taken over a lot of the booking, it has got so much better in the last few months. And I think his time in New Japan has really massively helped with that. Aries has been booked pretty much like a superstar everywhere he's gone since he's he left WWE. Titles, isn't he? Yeah. I don't understand why he's got such a massive issue here, but apparently... That was the end of his contract, and that might be the last time we actually see it. It's weird, because he seems like a very normal and likeable and professional guy. You know, so for him to do this, something's, something drastic must have happened. Pro Wrestling Sheet spoke to multiple sources in the company following the incident who claimed the no-sell moment was legit, not scripted. I mean, if this is a work, then it is a work that has gone deep into the... Like, they have really spread this these tendrils out to make sure that it is done properly. And if it is then great i mean we're I talking think. about it so is it positive if, like, i think a lot of people it? will go out and watch that moment mm. if they've not uh, if they've not seen it already whether Exposing they're going to go the business is one of the worst things you can do though isn't it in terms of you know not selling the finish properly it's, oh so my it's God. a real kind of no-no you, you if you I mean? see it it's so like he doesn't even get up like you know he's just taking a brain buster it's a almost like Shawn michael's getting up when he's been you know when he's got that yeah. second wind it's like he doesn't get up kind of holding his neck or anything like that. he literally stands bolt upright climbs out of the ring flips don Callis the bird and walks out it's not a great look that is it no not at all. so if it even if it is a work it could be a bad one mm. for th- a shonky work it is a work but I guess time will tell we'll find out the one that outside the ring they've done quite well with so loads of people got in touch with this Lee said simple case of disgruntled employee walks out in employers cue move to another promotion Uh, Richard called it a post-match Hulk up Um, 
Uh, she she werewolf said i have no idea it used i used to like aries a lot so i'm trying to be fair and just not judge because lord knows what was unhappening it looked a little uncool i think that was really the opinion of most people they freely just thought she thought it was uncool imagine what carlito thought what carlito doesn't have time for people who don't want to be cool Okay. Do you remember him from that really, Sunday Night Heat? We're going back to 2003 again. Oh, really? sorry. I just that, I, that, I, I really lost that then. That was I totally get the joke now. I just didn't at the time. Just spit an apple at you without getting into your head. <laughs> Ideally, don't. That would be useful. So yeah, I think that's going to be a fascinating one to follow. Is there anything else well, we yeah, need to plug, promote, look also, forward to? Talking about unhappiness, there's all these rumours, isn't there, that the elite are, are thinking of ending their contract in New Japan and thinking of going to WWE. And it's just you know, it, again, this could just be us being completely played. And like, if anyone's going to do it, the elite are going to do it. But the thing that has stirred the pot the most recently in the last day or so is they've all tweeted a very similar message saying this is my final bullet club t-shirt bullet club style t-shirt it's my favorite one and they've all shared them like hangman page has done it and and the young bucks and cody and it's like they could just sell like just think about it if they teased you know there's obviously this you know this this feud between the original bullet club and but that's that's the thing for me like i really like this current thing going on with the bullet club i like that they're doing this whole thing about having the og bullet club and now uh switchblade jay white has joined them as well and and we've now got uh, basically all the guys from um like guido jado uh robbie eagles all the guys from chaos have all joined them as well now and so you're getting this kind of two versions of the bullet club feuding the elite and the og bullet club i I like i quite like i want that to play out over a few months maybe it's their last bullet club shirt because they're just going to become the the elite elite. i can't just don't see why they go to wwe right now the ultimate fantasy booking is that the original original bullet club came out the og og (laughs) the two bold guys the guy with the long floppy hair and the guy with the abs they turned up (laughs) And they're, they're the, to name and they all have the three-way. <laughs> well, I could name them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that would be... I mean, it's never going to happen, but that would be incredible. That's, have I've you just that. fancy booked? I've just... I've done a will. I've got a good three-quarter chub right I've now. I've done a will. He's now got a chub. I fancy booked, and that is a place to end this podcast. Beautiful. Sam, um, I'm glad we got you on, <laughs> even though it was just because you came down here trying to find me so I'd do my real chub. <laughs> Thanks very much. What are we going to talk about on the show tonight? Uh, we'll get to that later. Okay. As I said, if you want to listen to that show, it's already happened. Uh, You can listen again at TalkSport.com. For the Um, next week. As ever, if you go to a wrestling show, lots of people um, tweet us when they go to wrestling shows. Um, There's a fellow, I can't remember his name, always tweets us when he's going to wrestling, and it's nice to know what you're going to see. Matthew Inkster. Yeah, he's Um, going to that Hustle show this weekend. I think he's the guy, he's in town for Chargers Titans on Sunday. He's flying from Aberdeen. Because he's got a hashtag, hashtag flying in from Aberdeen. And he asked if we were going to that show on Saturday as well as going to the game, and I'm now going to neither. Have we replied, Will? No, we haven't replied, and that was five days ago. I'm going to get drunk. Okay, good. Well, there we go. Uh, As ever, at Pro Wrestle Show. Oh, YouTube. We've got YouTube ready. You know how we said last time, that not last time when I was drunk at the wrestling, which I'm really sorry about, the time before that, show. we said that we, we would get the YouTube channel going. Well, I spent a little bit of time, we'll spend a little bit more time, and we got the YouTube channel going. So um, just search Pro Wrestling Show on there. Um, there's loads of Pro Wrestling Shows, so you have to sift through. But just look for the picture from our Twitter. Uh, we've got Bret Hart on there, which seems to have been going off like a frog in a sock. Uh, and we've got all the videos from the 2K19 launch with AJ Styles, Cesaro, Elias, and Baron Corbin for you to watch. Great. It's all good. Good work, buddy. Loads of stuff going on. I'll if go he's... check that out. That sounds great. Oh, sorry, I forgot to tell Sam. 
<laughs> tell the world before we tell uh, Sam my YouTube I forget it we'll tell you later he hasn't good. subscribed yet so forget about him you could be a 60 second subscriber if you're quick if I'd known about it I might have subscribed thank you so much for listening this has been the Pro Wrestling Show